0: Radio, WGNS. Weatherford Issues with Brian Barrett. On News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com.
1: Welcome back in as we continue with the show. Murfreesboro Party Planner Nate Williams is joining <laughs> us in studio.
0: Uh, Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation, actually, and yeah. <laughs> that's a new one. <laughs> a new one, the yeah. citywide party planner. I guess that's that's new. Long time no see, man. How yeah, are you? <laughs> I'm telling you,
1: you get more radio airtime than I do, and that's saying a lot.
0: Well, over the past couple weeks, it seems like we've been uh, doing a lot of stuff. I, I can't tell you enough, man, how much we really appreciate. You know, we had the Fourth of July fireworks show, and you know, for people who don't know, who just saw the show, we had a two-hour program leading up to the show. Uh, and you guys at WGNS, Brian, really you know, spearheaded producing that and had some great content and then uh, really partnered together to, uh, to make everybody kind of come together but be physically distant. So we can't tell you enough how much we appreciated it. It was a good night, uh, and, and we were glad to continue with the show. I know so many communities around us canceled shows, but um, I'm glad we kept ours.
1: Me too. I, I wanted to talk a little bit about that with you because – you know the decision was made what um, a couple of months ago to you know how are we going to move forward with this and that's when our conversations actually began was there ever a time in there that you thought you know what I don't know if we're going to be able to do this or was it just kind of let's let's do it
0: no so zero doubt you know our staff we talked about it early on and um, you know we said hey we can do this we can just shoot fireworks there's a way to do this And, and it worked out really well you know we moved the fireworks over to the fountains area, the gateway area, medical center, um, and, and people spread out across the medical center buildings, the fountains, and just all around, just places. And it, it really, I, from our perspective, I think people did a really good job of really accomplishing the goal of spreading out, uh, but being able to enjoy just a great show and. Uh, this year's show was uh, the fireworks show. I, I think was just tremendous. It was absolutely tremendous.
1: Uh, it w- was the best that I remember seeing uh, from the city. I guess it could have been my vantage point. I couldn't have gotten any closer <laughs> to it, which is it w- was something new. But. Um, with with other communities having to cancel theirs and I know there was there was disappointment in some other areas I know like in out on the west coast and I think it was Los Angeles they canceled theirs but then they they, they went uh, to their helicopter or whatever and showed all over the city people were shooting fireworks and having their own individual shows I mean fireworks 4th of July they kind of go together so to me I think you'd rather have a big display than lots of
0: little ones scattered around I don't know You know, I don't know. I think uh, from what we saw, there was kind of both. (laughs) Well, we had a little
1: pre-shows, didn't we? But
0: what I think was amazing is if you see some of the videos that have been submitted and that have been turned in, uh, you could see the fireworks show that we put on, you know, right, like I said, on a medical center next to Station 4. Uh, from miles away it's really kind of a low area of town so I think that was really cool you could you could really see it I think you all saw it from downtown uh, and a lot of people I I think we keep on hearing good things about where people saw it from and uh, like I said we're just glad to do it I think our community needed it one thing that we talked about was with the hospital their patients could actually see that, some of the people who were in, and also some of the our heroes that are working at the hospital. You know, it's something that we wanted to be able to do is give them uh, some maybe some brevity during the day. I know everybody out there, the doctors and nurses and all the staff work so hard out there. So, uh, you know, it's something that we thought, you know, we could do, and uh, I think it was received well. And I can't tell you how much uh, we appreciate all the businesses that opened up their parking lot and made it very simple for people to come in and park and enjoy the day. I start I saw people start parking at like 5:30. You know, yeah. the show didn't start till 9, so that that was a really interesting thing to see.
1: And you know, I I had a limited uh, I guess vantage point from from the the fire station back toward uh, Broad Street, you got to go further down, you know, in front of the fountains, and and e- even further down Medical Center Parkway. That seemed to be the most popular area. wasn't it,
0: it? it was a popular area. I think that what what people really like this year is they were able to get a little bit closer. You know, at McKnight right. Park, you have to stay just a little bit further back, but people really were able to get you know within you know, 200 yards of where we actually shot the fireworks off. So that was cool and a different vantage point than most get for fireworks. So, you know, I had the opportunity to stay at the fire station, I think station four, which is a beautiful facility. I think if people haven't seen it, you know, uh, they need to go by and check that out. It's just a tremendous amenity for our community. And And they'll let you come in and take a little tour. Yeah, they're proud of it. We have, you know, hardworking people. I, I spent, I'm trying to think, Brian, but I spent probably 10 hours out there on Saturday just various things going on and working with, you know, the firefighters and the captain and the battalion chief out there. But, you know, I can't tell you the perspective of being out there for hours, the work that goes into being, you know, a firefighter, it's just tremendous. It gave me great perspective, but we can't, you know, express our gratitude enough that for them to open up that facility for us to use, you know, and and really uh, they, they opened it up, said, use it like your own, but, you know, being out there, if, People don't see it, but seeing it firsthand, you know, my perspective of what they do, these guys are on calls nonstop, you know, and uh, the guys and ladies that work out there, just just tremendous work ethic and their ability to stop exactly what they're doing and put on, you know, their game face and go out there and, you know, deal with things they don't know exactly, you know, every time is something different. So. Uh, that was a great perspective for me and we appreciate our frontline heroes yeah. across the board but you know for me seeing our firefighters then of course our police department came out uh, and, and did just a tremendous job with traffic and keeping everybody safe and I think that was part of the difference this year was that it, it was really a citywide show you know Parks and Recreation we planned it but it took you know the police department the fire department the street department everybody comes together we have such good relationships uh, with all the city departments to come together, and everybody just has the best attitude to try to get it done. So it, it was a good year.
1: Nate Williams with Murfreesboro Parks and Rec joining us. Um Do you think there were some things that were easier this year versus um, in years past? Uh, You mentioned a lot of things there. I kind of thought, well, was this an easier um, situation for Murfreesboro Police to close streets and, and, and do traffic? Because I know I got out of there much quicker than I have at McKnight before um and, and then being so close to the fire station there in case there was a fire situation which there there, there was <laughs> <laughs> which i mean i guess those things happen uh, but uh, over at McNight you're pretty close too so uh, but there were a lot of things that I, I wondered if you thought i didn't know this was going to be easier but it turns out this is a a, a good thing
0: yes you know, it was a good location and i think you know certain things we didn't get to do are, you know big show that we usually do and we don't like that, so we we want to put that back on somehow next yeah. year. But you know, we're looking at a lot of things. But it, it was a good year. We were pleased with it. We were just glad to be able to put the show on.
1: Anything surprise you that you know I didn't think it would turn out this way, and it actually was was good. I'll share mine. Uh, Bart shared his video of of the finale from the uh, parking garage the county parking garage across the street from the ju- uh, judicial center and. <laughs> great perspective you know and with the music going and stuff it was just it was really cool so just to see the different videos around the city that's that surprised me a little more It,
0: it was well received I think you know like I said I think people to be able to just be close to it was something that a lot of people had never experienced before you know so I think people enjoyed it and I think just highlighting such a beautiful area of town that has so many releases and people can get out afterwards traffic was tremendous so it was great
1: um, well, an, an, a successful show, and, and um, I, I've heard from a lot of people who just said thanks for doing it because there were other communities that that weren't able to do that, so that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think
0: we needed it, and I think uh, we were just glad to put it on.
1: Yeah. Um, what else is going on? I know that we're here in the throes of of summertime and, and, you know, kind of update us on where we are in terms of what kind of sports are are going on with Parks and Rec.
0: Yeah. So we started back with our local leagues. We're still not allowing outside tournaments to come in. There's been an uptick in cases. So, you know, we're making plans right now to be able to open up the pool and do some things that people are wanting, but we're pausing right now just because there seems to be. An in increasing cases we want to make sure we're doing the responsible thing and following you know the governor's guidelines so that's what we're waiting on right now um, we are confident that we're gonna be able to have a pool season sometime in July uh, even if it's only a few weeks I think you know our residents in Murfreesboro need that so uh, we're gonna get the pools open as soon as possible uh, we're still have our facilities open for uh, for the most part normal activities we're using our outdoor pool and our inside pool for organized activity so you know something people need to be aware of this week you know we start back camps Um, we have a tremendous plan that follows uh, the governor's reopening pledge so we start back those camps there's limited capacity uh, but people might be driving past sportscom and see uh, kids in the pool and they think it's open that's our camps that that we're working with it might be a a lifeguard camp it might be our sports camp where they come in but it's a limited number so you know we want to put that out there under understand people are excited but there's a difference between you know 20 kids in the pool versus 888 you know is our capacity so uh, we are going to open it up as soon as we can that seems to be the biggest question a lot of people have a lot of question and concern about playgrounds right now and uh, that's something that we do want to open sooner rather than later, but again, with uh, we just think it's really incumbent on us to make sure we're making a wise decision when we start opening things back up, so uh, we want to pause just right now, see what the numbers are doing, see what the health officials recommend, and then we'll start opening accordingly uh, based on what the state's going to allow us to do.
1: Yeah, you know, honestly, there's about a month of, of uh, summer left for kids before school uh, gets back and however they decide to do that, so... You know, I I know that that's in the back of your mind, too, about trying to make sure that we've got some things for the
0: kids to do here in the next few weeks. Yeah, we want to do that. I was talking to my boys. um, They're 8 and 10. I've got a third that's not in school yet. But it's interesting because we're on July 6th here. And, you know, I was talking about school, and I think they've been out for so long, they're kind of excited to get back into that routine a little bit. And I know, you know, what we can do is provide part of that routine. So, like I said, we're starting camps back up. Um, and and hopefully get the pool open. And it's gonna be kind of a short notice when we do open the pool. Um, We have some target dates in mind. Uh, but a lot of people are, are just really waiting for it and we want to make sure we're doing the smart thing to to open it uh, responsibly. And I hope people understand that.
1: You said uh, capacity of 888. I'm sure it will not be able to open it at, yeah. at, at that capacity. So is there some restriction th- that's on that? A, that's problem? a
0: great question. There are some plans we have to abide by. What we've decided to do is uh, maintain a capacity that's much lower than the normal you know, capacity. So when we do open the pool, you know, it will be at least half capacity at the, when we first start off. And then we'll also encourage people to bring their own chairs. We're not going to leave chairs out. Uh, we're doing some other things. Our aquatic staff and our facility staff have, have really just done a tremendous job getting the plan ready. So I think when we can, we're going to be ready to go. I know we've got lifeguards that are training right now for it, and uh, uh, we're, we're ready. We're excited. We just have to wait just a, a little bit more. Yeah.
1: Uh, we're you outlay uh you you, um, you gave us a plan you kind of laid the, the the plan out uh during one of the mayor's COVID briefings and there were different levels to that and and whatnot and what phase i guess is the right term um kind of where are we and where where will we be going
0: what we realized brian before we opened up we created a three-phase plan so we realized that trigger points to go to the next phase were going to be much more sporadic than what we thought they were going to be from the state. So about three weeks ago, what we decided to do is say, okay, instead of being phases that are just constantly evolving and not clear, what we're going to do is just announce when things start opening it back up. Gotcha. Uh, so instead of specific phases, you know, if, if you were looking at that phase would be close to phase two. Um, but things have just changed so much. And we thought it'd be best for us to communicate the specific things that were opening instead of a full phase, you know, issuance because we were revising them and it got just a little bit convoluted, but, um, People can go to our website murfreesboro.parks.com, or the city's website, or our Facebook pages, uh, and that kind of gives a full glimpse. There's plenty to do in Murfreesboro. Our trail systems are open, our facilities are open. Our you know we've had to limit some things, just like open gym, open swim. Um, you know our greenway, our our open spaces, our hiking trails, our mountain biking trails. There is plenty to do, in Murfreesboro, and there's plenty of things people can do safely. So. Uh, You know, we can't say enough about how much we really appreciate the support that we have from our city council and our city administration to believe in us and, you know, give us the opportunity to uh, apply the resources to be able to have a a swim season and trust us enough to be able to keep things open. So, um, we're reviewing every day what we need to be doing uh, and the different things that we can open, but we want to do it as safe as we can. And um, if if we can, everybody can keep doing their part. uh, I think we'll be there sooner rather than later.
1: You know that is that's one thing that I saw working alongside in in some of the fireworks um, planning and and that kind of thing um, you know and i i guess eddie smotherman on his video at the end of it he he thanked parks and recreation you know but i I didn't really get the sense from anyone that you know there were certain people with their thumb on on what you were planning it was pretty much parks and rec and you worked in concert with with everyone else so i mean that's kind of how things normally
0: work for you all we, we were a conduit this year and our staff um stepped up uh, Yeah, talking to everybody we, we didn't take any uh, gratification from not being able to have you know our 30 or 40 people there working i know when we typically have uh, a big event like that the fourth of july you know we'll have 20 30 you know parks employees there you know hosting a big concert we'll have at least the same number of police officers and you know all that but uh, this year it was just everybody working together I said early on you know I talked with uh, Chief Bowen and then Chief Folks and I said you know this is what we're thinking about doing uh, is that okay with you and instantly they said yes you know and I talked to some other people at City Hall and everybody did as much as they can to help us make it happen rather than you know being obstructionist. we appreciate that and I think it's it's just a testament to the teamwork that we can have, you know, interdepartmentally with the city. And then with the private sector too, we met with uh, the, the Fountains it is just a tremendous venue and talked to them about what they were gonna be doing out there and they did a great job. They have been a venue that's set up and some restaurants and uh, they did a great job hosting an event where people still remain separate uh, and, and just be able to host people parking. So it, it was a good day uh, for the city, you know, not just parks and recreation, it was a good day for the city.
1: Absolutely. Well, Nate, I appreciate you coming in. Um, hats off to, to everyone who did a lot of work on this. I uh, don't want to mention everybody's name, but, it, you know, I worked a lot with uh, Rachel Singer and Melinda Tate and um, just a lot of people behind the scenes making things happen. So I appreciate it.
0: Hey, thank you. You guys did a, a, a great job with us and, you know, helping us produce this thing. And we can't tell you how much we appreciate it.
1: Well, um, let's let's. Figure out something to do again. Let's do it again. (laughs) Make it as simple as that. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. All right, Nate. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Nate Williams joining us with Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation here on Rutherford Issues today. That's it for the show. See you next time. Have a good one.